Latinos Out Loud podcast. Yo, 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 this is the Latino La- Salado yeah. podcast. <laughs> JB, y'all. Uh, um. Yes. Uh, uh, this is not the Jungle Brothers, uh, but it is kind of the Jungle Brothers and sister. Hi, oh, I'm man. I'm the sister, Rachel La Loca. What up? This ain't JB, but it's JF. Oh, yeah. oh, I like that. In like the that house. <laughs> and straight from the scaffolding, your local scaffolding <laughs> uptown is... <laughs> Franklin Nibs. <laughs> Frank, 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 Spirit, just when you thought you couldn't get higher, right? You're in the heights on a scaffold. That's you know high. It, you, you know what it is. You know how we do up here. Wow. Okay. <laughs> here we are. <laughs> college, um, college memories over here. Mm. The huge. Um, and now, you know, Halloween's coming, spooky season. Mm. Um, I actually was reading something that the hottest Halloween costume right now is a sexy fairy costume. Oh my God, stop it. But it's basically like underwear. Like it's basically a Victoria's Secret negligee with wings. That's what it is. Oh my God, you'll never believe what's sitting in my closet. Uh Are you serious? (laughs) A sexy fairy costume. Don't freaking tell me. (laughs) Are you serious? You want to see my wings? Hold on. Yo, oh my goodness. Yo, she's serious. This definitely was not planned because y'all didn't even know I was going to say that. But. Yo, it's crazy. She was telling me she was looking for something. Wow. Incredible, bro. Incredible. Look yes, at- I'm serious. These are my wings. <laughs> hey, well, you know what? What then am I going to do now? You're trending right now. This is the costume that people are, 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 are flocking, women it. are flocking to. And maybe someone. Okay. Oh, smack. I do have an extra layer, though, to my sexy fairy costume, and I'm not going to reveal it because I'm going to be a certain Ooh. type of fairy. It's very specific. Uh, okay. I so don't what's think the whole I'm thing with s- the fairy this year? What is the Yeah, fairy what thing? is it, Jamie? I don't understand. Huh. Um, the, like the symbolism? Yeah, there has to be something because every year is this, there's a symbolism. Um, uh, I think like an influencer. There was this influencer, she and she had a little twist on the traditional fairy costume. And mm. basically just making it crazy sexy now. <laughs> and um, and now all these people are like, just like, I want to be a sexy fairy too. So I, it's always going to be an, like nowadays, usually an influencer is involved with some stuff, some, something taking off. So interesting. Jamie, I've, you have a my wings. I've had my wings for weeks. I'm just saying, and I'm not changing my costume. I have too much plan behind it. No, no, no. I know you've been looking for this. I know you been you you telling me you, you you're gonna do something on Halloween, Rachel. Thank you, Jamie. What's your costume? I don't know. I'm I'm looking for. I'm not trying to be that sexy with my costume. <laughs> I'm trying to be very ordinary. Be- Put some speedos <laughs> with some fairy some wings. Like speedos. Fairy. I ain't doing no speedos tights. <laughs> um, I don't know. I have to, again. I'm not. 
it's probably going to be something very like I'm going to MacGyver it, you know, I'm not going to yeah. find something. Shit. I'm going to find something like old and then then maybe put some crazy makeup with it and put a crazy hat on and I don't know, something like that. I'm going to have to like figure it out, but I don't have anything like say it's not like I'm like, yo, I'm going to be a werewolf and have the costume already. You know, I'm not I'm not up to that yet. Mm-hmm. Like me. Mm hmm. Right, I'm not gonna be a. <laughs> hey, well, let's just all go as sexy fairies. Let's just let's just. I'm so Ooh. down. We're LOL fairies on the mic anyway. I mean, that's my whole take. I feel like a fairy sometimes. I feel like I spread my dust and I spread my sunshine, and I really like to give. And fairies like to give. So that's nice. That's well, I mean, we could approach. be different types of fairies. You know, kind of like the. Um, the, the seven dwarfs, right? They were all different. So, oh, you know, you're sexy, Ooh. fairy. Yeah. I, I, you know, um, I don't know. I could be, um, Frank could be scaffold fairy. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to mix a little like Dia de los Muertos kind of like makeup. and Oh, shit. And I'm going to have the wings, right? But the wings are probably going to have like blood, like, you know, falling oh. from the, it'll be a good difference. Like, you know, Rachel will be this sexy. Frank will be. I'll be a know. little happy to have some wings. You know? I, I, I need some strong wings. Frank with wings though would look cool. You would actually amazing. look like pretty cool. Amazing. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'd I, be like a bat. I need some like strong wings or something. You could yeah. pull it off. I think you I'm can pull it off. Dude, I think you Maybe. have to have like a boy around the neighborhood who just happens to have some extra wings right, that he could right. give you. You could yeah. find some big wings. I like your strategy, Jamie, because the like scary approach. Nobody's going to want to go near you. Therefore, it's like COVID safe. You know what I mean? Mm. Like you're going to ward off everyone so you don't have to worry about germs or anything at the Halloween party. No one's going to want to go next to you. Oh, so like Sneezy? So so I'm Sneezy Fairy. Oh, be a Sneezy Fairy. (laughs) That's a good one. (laughs) How about about I just be the wind beneath your wings and then just like... But Jamie, did you ever know that you're my hero? You know what I mean? Yeah. Damn, I had a How about I just, I just song, Frank, man. you should just be like a buffalo wing. Jimmy! <laughs> oh. <laughs> Wait, that's a perfect costume. A buffalo. No, the Frank, man you could be the buffalo souls. wing. You could be the yeah. buffalo wing. And since I'm so pale, I could be the ranch dressing. Ooh, that's a really good thing. I like that. Mm. Um. Anywho's, we'll we'll figure it out, and yeah. Yeah. maybe uh, Eloetos can see what kind of costumes we came up with. And our um, one of these episodes before Halloween, we're probably gonna dress up. So Ooh. we're gonna have to figure something out. You know, that's gonna be. We fun. don't want to disappoint the listeners slash viewers. I can't wait, yo! I can't wait, y'all. What y'all gonna wear? Y'all motherfuckers is crazy. It's going to be a lot of fun. I don't know how we're going to fund all of these costumes and, you know, like high concept makeup that we're talking about. But I know a guy that can maybe help us figure it out. All right. I know a guy who's good with finances and maybe can help us budget accordingly to fund our Halloween antics. Guys, we had a great interview with Will de Jesus, right? Yes. Will de Jesus is a Latino on a mission. He developed a company called Negozi. And what Negozi, right? Based off of the word negocio. Negocio, yes. In Espanol, Frank. Mm -hmm. And and what else does Will do? He's he's a couple different things, right? 
He's a tax man. You know what I mean? <laughs> when you got tax issues, what's the man, yo? The tax man cometh. Oh, yeah. yeah. Very soon, in like six months. You want to have that will. It was really interesting talking to him because what's he, de- he what he's developed is the Spanish language LinkedIn, mm, you know, okay. for, for networking and for Latino owned businesses to thrive among a network where they really help one another. And right. so it sounds pretty intense. It's a nationwide endeavor. And I think we should all listen because Latino entrepreneurship, we we all see it. It's on the rise, right? Oh, man. Like, he, he gave some numbers, too. Remember the numbers he was giving out? He yes. was giving out some super duper numbers of what we really put into this country in oh. terms of revenue and how we don't really look at it and take, take advantage of it. So he gives us some really, really good numbers in this interview. So, guys, let's get into this interview with Will De Jesus. part of the show where we interview someone amazing amazing i use this word a lot i wish i had a dollar for every time i said the word amazing (laughs) but this is not about the money this is about the passion yo he's a friend and he's really doing phenomenal things specifically for latino business owners in this country if you are a business owner or a prospective business owner you should definitely pay full attention to this interview if not you should pay full attention anyway because it's going to be great please put your hands together for will de jesus will is in the building where there's a will there's a way and we got him on the Latinos Out Loud podcast. We sure did, Frank. <laughs> got him. Got him. Hello. What's going on, gang? I'm happy what's to up, be Will? here. And I love the energy, y'all. For real. All right. It's always like this. It is always L-I-T on L-O-L, just so you K-N-O-W. I'm going to stop spelling. Yo, pero, okay, I met you a few times. I did not know there was a Guillermo. Before the will. Oh, in you your like name. that. So so I had to switch it because can you imagine a kindergarten or a first grade child trying to say the word Guillermo? I had no friends. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> would be like me. It was That's like a listen, hard one. Yeah. And I'm, and I'm I'm big on social. I had to hang out with everybody. So I was like, I don't have to change this thing. So I've yeah. been I've been going by the name Will for a very, very long time. Uh. And so now the Guillermo's back. The like, Guillermo's kind of kind of back because as an adult, it's kind of a cool name for an adult, right? Mm, it's like Guillermo. Oh yeah, like, sophisticated. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So now I get to I get to you know I'm back. My my mom and dad are happy that I'm I'm back to my birth name. They they waited a while. So this is for your mom and dad. I'm going to have to do your introduction one more time uh, because <laughs> I love, ladies and gentlemen. If you are into Latino owning businesses uh, or you want to be one yourself, please put your hands together for Guillermo Will de Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) 
yeah. it's a good name. Uh, I'm not sure if I can call you Guillermo just yet, though, because I like know you as Will. I know. Um, so good. I know either Will. or is fine. Will is fine. Guillermo is fine. I respond to both. Um, but if it's a legal notice and it says Will on it, I ignore it. That's what I do. Ah. Oh, that's very smart. <laughs> that's very, very smart. Okay, Will, you're the founder and CEO of TaxTerminal.com, Rapido Tax Inc. You have several businesses, and now you have a new business that you'd like to talk about. Um, but give our LOLero listeners a little history on who you are and how you got here. Tell us about these businesses that you've created. Awesome, awesome. Well, thank you. Uh, I appreciate it. And hello to all of you LOLers across the country. Yeah. Yes. You guys. You got it. Awesome. Um, no, so I mean, my story is pretty, pretty, you know, I, I'm a son of immigrant parents, right? First generation. I, I was born in Corona, Queens. My parents are from La República Dominicana. Santo Domingo, go, go, okay, go. We're excited here. We get excited. We're Medingueros from Corona Queens, and so yeah. So I mean, they came over here much like a lot of people's Spanish Hispanic parents. They wanted to, you know, wanted to work and they wanted to to make some money and maybe have a better life for themselves than did back in the homeland, so to speak. Um, and they did. They worked very hard. And, and my father was an entrepreneur as well. He was big in real estate. And he was a hard worker as well. And so I went to school. I was the youngest of five, right? And there's a bunch of accountants in my family. My sister's an accountant. Oh. My uncle's an accountant. And my brother's an accountant. So I had to become an accountant by default after a long stint at obviously playing baseball. Because if you're the middle, oh. you got to play baseball. True. Right. So obligado, you got to play baseball. So um, so I played baseball and I and I studied accounting, got my CPA and I worked for 15, 16 years in corporate America. I always loved entrepreneurship um, and I always told myself that I'm going to learn this accounting thing so that I can bring something to the table eventually when there's business to be done. And now there's business to be done. There's been business to be done since I was, you know, in my mid 30s. I launched my own a firm called Rapido Tax for the for the Latin community. Right. And then I realized that my friends and my family, they didn't really want to step out the house during tax season because it's too cold. So we built TaxTerminal.com, which is an online uh, system so that you can do your taxes, but you don't have to do them yourself, like TurboTax, right? So oh. I've been running that for seven years now. So now, you know, I learned how to do business. The last 10, 11 years, what I've been doing is really learning how to do business. And it takes a while to really understand the nuances of an operating businesses and investing in businesses and learning. You know, it's a long learning curve, right? Because it's not like I have multiple generations in this country to teach me how to do business, right? Right. So, and I realized that and I said, you know, maybe we could do something for Hispanic individuals so that they could learn how to do business and get up to speed quicker than they normally would, right? Normally they say, hey, you know, you want to start a business, go ahead, you get out there, start your business and make mistakes. But what I don't like is that 50% of all businesses fail in the first two years, right? Oh, but no. 90% of all Latino businesses fail in the first year. Oh, Ooh, no. So that's that's huge. not cool, right? So Max. along with what I do, helping people with their taxes and accounting and all that of that, 
we started, um, I, I co-founded a company called Negozi, which is essentially is an app as well as a website where you could actually connect, learn, and grow just like LinkedIn, but it's all in Spanish. Todo en Spanish. Amazing. Wow. Amazing. Yep. Will, that- is negoz- Negozi for negocio? That's right. So it's a little kind of a play on the word negocio. So we have this thing called Negociantes 100, which is a WhatsApp group that we have. And we're literally connecting right now. Today, we have 1,500 members nationwide conectándose en español a través de nuestra aplicación, website, wow. y también eh, eh, varios grupos que tenemos en WhatsApp. Wow. That's amazing. I'm looking at some information that you sent ahead of time, and it it looks like there are 4.7 million Latino entrepreneurs in this country that generate $800 billion in total revenue. $800 billion, $70 billion in taxes we pay. It is a fact now, right? All of those numbers are from Elban right? The Latin Business Action Network. And they went in and they did a deep dive last year on Hispanic numbers and how much we actually contribute to the GDP. And this is where all these numbers are coming from. So now Gross domestic kind of, product. Gross right. domestic product. Gross I just want to say I paid attention. You know your stuff, Rachel. I don't know a lot, <laughs> but I paid attention in both micro and macroeconomics. I got a C and a D in those classes respectively, but I paid attention. Okay. Good for you. I like that. Thank you, Will. I didn't mean to cut you off, but I just want to make a glossary of terms for the LOL that may not know what GDP means. You know what I'm saying? I get it. Anytime, it if, if I mansplain anything here, Rachel, you let me know. I'm going to come in and woman-splain it. There you all right? Are. So that's okay. I got your back and there'll be no, no hard feelings. i give you a good number. Go for it. The second most spoken language in all of the world. What do you think it is? Spanish. Spanish? Really? Spanish. Spanish of and guess what? It's Spanish. What do you think the first sp- spoken language is in the world? Spanglish. It's not Spanglish. And, and guess what? It's not English either. It's Chinese. Oh. So oh. the Mandarin language is first and Spanish is second. Wow. It's not English. Look at us being all like ethnocentric, thinking that English is like the language spoken exactly everywhere. Exactly my point. So more people speak Spanish in this world than they speak English. Wow. Right. So that's why we said, you know what, let's help these people learn how to do business. Let's put it right on their phone. Let's make sure when they're working out, they can listen to something that could help them grow their business. At the end of the day, you know, we want to connect, educate and support Hispanic businesses worldwide. Right. That's uh, really awesome. I also see it says here that over the past decade, the number of Latino business owners is growing faster. It's compared to only 1% for all business owners. What is the fuel behind that? There, I mean, we interview Latino entrepreneurs on Latinos Out Loud all the time. And I'm also seeing these sectors where Latinos are entering, where we don't really see a lot like of employees that are Latino. So I think I may be answering my own question, but I kind of want to hear it from you. What are we seeing here? I think Hispanics and our culture as a whole, right? I think 
it, it, it leads us into this whole entrepreneurship world. I think we find it very exciting. Um, I think we find it as a, as a kind of like an apple that hasn't been touched or, 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 or bitten yet. And it's kind of like a forbidden fruit. Like, can I, am I allowed to do this? Like, can I really have my own business? How difficult is it? And I think now there's more people are understanding that most of the customers that they have are black and brown anyway. Mm. So you are able to put together a business that's going to service not only black and brown, but any type of client and customer. And the way their numbers are trending these days, they're succeeding a lot. So I think it ends up being in our nature to, 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 to start off your career as a professional and really, really get into that entrepreneurial spirit, so to speak. I love it. like in our field, as far as like media is concerned, a lot of us are become our own business owners because we're not seeing ourselves depicted in media. So we're creating it our damn selves. Yeah, we're right. starting production companies and agencies. Um, we are freelancers. Also, what I find interesting here too is that your average member is 39 and a mom. That's right. You know, that's right. Hey, I'm our... a Latina mom. I got that entrepreneurial spirit. And really, it kickstarted after I became a mom. If I don't do it now, when the heck am I going to do it? And now is the time. I also found my kid was born. A switch went off, like, you know, how to be the best mom that I want to be and also bring money into this family and how to you know, buy diapers and shit. You know what I'm saying? So like I found that becoming my own boss allowed me to make that schedule to fill both of those buckets that I needed to fill. One being the best mom that I could be two being an income generator for the family. Um, but tell me more about your average member and where's she coming from? I love her. I love that she's I mean, also yeah, a Latina I mean, mom. Yeah, it's a good question, uh, Rachel. I mean, at the end of the day, you know, a lot of the women come in and especially when they have children, they have they have a mouth to feed now. Right. So they're not playing around anymore. And they, they take no prisoners and they get out there in the entrepreneurial market and they kill it. You know, they've got something to prove. Number one. Number two, they better they better because they have to make ends meet. Right. And and they are very, very good small business entrepreneurs. Um, our whole world is based on small business from the little uh, person selling something in the street to the to the concrete uh, drywalleros we call them to the Uber drivers to even the people that are creating startups um, in tech and things of that nature. So we try to service not only the bigger companies out there but the mid to smaller companies, which we think they are the ones that need it. Right? They're the ones that need that education. They're the ones that need to understand what the parameters are when their business is growing. They're the ones that need to understand. What are the things you need to check up on to see if your business is growing, right? So I think a lot of the information that's out there now that we're coming up against, you know, most of it is in English, right? They're saying, oh, we want to service Latin, Latin businesses. They just want to be in the market. Um, all of them speak Spanish, all of our businesses. Most of them are, are, are small and a lot of them are, you know, what we call mommypreneurs, Right. And a lot yeah. of more couples, a lot of more couples that, that run their businesses, too. Um, OK, so the mommypreneurs and anyone else who wants to be a part of this, how do they start? 
I know there's an app, but what, what's step one? Step one is perspective to, to, I'm member. glad you asked that, to, to download the Negozi app. That's N-E-G-O-Z-E-E. -E. It's free. And there's even free content on there when you become a member after you download. And then if you want our premium content and you want access to all of the events nationwide, then you get a premium account. And the premium account is 27 bucks. And that's going to allow you access to all of our content, all of our shows, um, and all of our live events nationwide. Um, so that's as simple as we could try to make it. There's a premium account, you download the app, and then you can play around for free. And if you really like it, you can become a member. And if you want to test us out, you can just buy a course or come to one of our events. I mean, you got some stuff going on soon. Yep. Um, holler. Uh, I mean, shout out to Milwaukee. Yes. Looks like you have a bunch of dope events here. Tell us about your live events. Yeah. So we, we, we're a national company because we're a local company, Rachel. Right. We don't want to be this company. <laughs> we can be if we wanted to. Right. We could have put out an app. We could have been like, hey, go ahead and connect with all of the, the, the different Latino um, professionals nationwide and be done with it. We want to be in the grassroots. We want to actually be able to connect with the people locally and educate the people locally on what they want to know. So we're doing both, right? We're doing brick and we're doing click. The event that's coming up this Saturday is um, Mujeres Sin Limites. So it's all women. Yeah. And it's run by our co-founder, Cristina Villanueva, out in Milwaukee. She's got a bunch of sponsors over there that are coming through. And it's going to be a big event. I think it's sold out already, believe it or not. Um, oh, awesome. But yeah, we do events like that. We just came back from Latitude where we moderated a panel. Aye, um, shout out to Latitude. Aye, aye. Yep, that was in San Diego. So Ngozi was invited to go there. We had a one in Orlando. We do different events all the time. Every Friday, we have a show called Wake Up Call Friday for all the of our tax professionals that are involved in Ngozi. So what you're going to see is LinkedIn on steroids in Spanish. That's what we want. Wow. And we want to do it, Rachel, by industry. So Rachel is going to be eventually be able to go into Ngozi and go into a media section and get her connections on and her and her fix, her business events fix on based on your industry, based on your location in Spanish. I love that so much. There is just like something to be said about being in a room, be it virtually or in person with like-minded professionals. Doesn't matter if you're in the same career, you know, or, the, or, you know, catering to the same audience, but to be among people that have that entrepreneurial spirit, being Latino, so knowing the struggles that come with that and also just wanting to win. I always feel when I'm at events like that, I, I network the F out of it and I make these really impactful connections that may not help me in my career that day or the following month, but months or years later, I'm like, yo, I met Will de Jesus at a private dinner and your name came up. When I was like looking to launch a secondary business and they were like, yo, you should holler at Will. And that's when I hollered at you. And that's when we connected. So we were in that room together. It blows my mind just how much you can get done by word of mouth and building with like-minded people. So I really applaud what you're doing here. You know, we go to LinkedIn 
And I love me some LinkedIn. And I love just seeing what my peers and other people that maybe were in my marketing um, past, like where they are, what they're doing, any like articles they post or press releases. But it doesn't feel very in culture. Like it, I don't see LinkedIn doing anything for Hispanic Heritage Month. So this is almost like a really good solution. I can only imagine what kind of networking happens at these types of events. What is your goal as far as these live events and this app? What are the goals that you set for yourself behind the creation of it? The most important thing for me is I want Latin and Hispanic entrepreneurs to understand their valuation and to understand mm. what the parameters are for them to understand what they are worth and what it is that they are doing and how much that can be worth. Um, mm. Too many times our entrepreneurs take, they take on debt, they take on investments and they take them on too early and they take them on in a way where they're not quantifying how much they're worth now and how much they can be worth. So right. I'm big on people and entrepreneurs in general, black, brown, white, it doesn't matter. At the end of the day, it doesn't matter. I mean, I grew up, you know, with everything and that whole melting pot in Queens. I want everybody to really understand what their business can be worth and to really understand that the small business is an asset class, Rachel, right? Just like crypto is an asset class and gold and silver is an asset class and, and stocks for that, um, Publicly traded stocks, that's an asset class. Small businesses are an asset class, and you should look at your business as an asset that can be managed by an asset manager one day, Ooh. right? And if you have a business that can scale and can be managed by asset managers, so to speak, then you may have something there that has a real significant value without you actually inserting yourself in there as the operator of that business, right? That's really what my message is. You know, there, there are different types of businesses, right? People have a practice. They could be a lawyer. They could be a doctor. They could be a dentist. They could be anything. That is very much a practice, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. When you talk about a business, the idea on that business is if you were to put a manager on that business, will that business be able to thrive? And will that business be able to grow? Mm -hmm. And if it can, then you may have something there that's investable. You may have something there that has value well beyond the value that you bring to it. And actually it plays into sometimes, and I always confess on this podcast, like sometimes I feel like an imposter. Like I call myself a small business owner, but then I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah, I guess I am a small business owner, but you know, it's hard to like almost classify myself as that after I was working for the man for so many years. I'm really glad to have people like you in my life. And you're also making me realize some other things as you're sharing this information in that let's just look at Latinos out loud. I probably wake up and go to sleep thinking about all the extensions and ancillary businesses that can come from Latinos out loud. Right. Um, but then I almost get paralysis by analysis. Then I'm just like, oh, but that's going to take too much to do. Or like, I'll have to like hire too many people and make an investment. I don't have that investment dollars. I like diminish myself, you know? And what you're saying is stop that shit, okay? Cut it out and realize that you're building a brand that is of great value. That's right. You know, you got to look beyond what it is that you do on a daily basis, on an operating level. 
and try to figure out if you were to take yourself out of this, how you would do it and whether or not it would work. Don't get me mm. wrong, Rachel. Your type of business is can be super, super valuable just by your personality, right? Just because oh. your podcast is hot as shit. And you could just oh. figure that out and make, and I, I'm going to be honest with you. There's a, there's a, tell me more. <laughs> there's a podcast out there. I don't want to, you know, I, I look when, 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 when you have a, a successful entrepreneur, I always like to shout him out, right? There's no, um, if, ands, or buts. There's this guy out there. His name is Alex Lieberman. He started about seven years ago, right? He has a, he has a company and a podcast called the Founders Journal. And all he talks about is, early startup and the whole startup world. He did this six, seven years ago, right? And he started with emails, Rachel. He just started with emails and a newsletter telling, talking in New York City. The dude is from New York, obviously, right? Aye. And just letting, plugging everybody in, giving out news about startup and, and you know, entrepreneurial stuff, all in the general market, right? Well, then the podcast game came out, just like you. He started a podcast. And the dude's insights are fire. Like the dude is fire. Like I listen to him all the time, right? So that being said, he just became chair of his business because he sold it. And he sold it for over $70 million. Damn. And this is just him. It really is his art. But you know what else he did? What? Now, in order to get that business to go from $70 million to a billion, let's say, now he's finding other creators and he's kind of bringing them into the show and these shows are all spinning off. It's essentially the whole music game back in the day when you used to have a hit and then, you know, you bring in your squad and then before you know it, you got like another nine artists under you, right? So I guess that's a real good example of a company like yours, right? where you grind, 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 and you, and you create a, a significant amount of value just because of your insights and because people follow you. And then there's a next step, right, where you get creators under you. Or maybe there's a next step where you have merch. You know what I mean? So the idea really yes. is to understand, you know, how much value you could bring as, as an individual to your business. And then once that ends, what's next, right? Look, for Pitbull, what did Pitbull do? Right? Pitbull was like, yo, I'm going to be this DJ and I can only make a couple million dollars. Then what did he do? He created a track. Yeah. And that that scaled worldwide. Right? I love that. Yo, and Pitbull's a great example. I mean, he's forever going to be the best hype man known to man. Uh, and wow, that DJ grounding, that probably is what kicked all of that off. Yo, that's real interesting. Will, we got to wrap up this interview, but there are, without a doubt, entrepreneurs or future entrepreneurs listening to this podcast right now. As Latinos, I know, like, we sometimes get in our own heads, you know. I hope all these numbers were an awakening to some people, just how much revenue we're generating for this country. But what are some words of advice that you have to those prospective entrepreneurs or those Latinos as, 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 who are in the game right now like me? What is some, what is some advice that you could drop right now for us to continue to be successful? Good question. So I would say first interpersonally, right? 
you know, I like to look at things socially. I like to look at things economically, right? But I also like to look at things interpersonally, right? And you have to really understand what it is you're doing and why you're doing it, right? Why are you doing what you're doing? Is it because it's a labor of love for you? You love your day and you have a practice. It's your practice and it's going to end with you. That is very admirable, Rachel. That's all good. That makes you an artist, right? That makes you somebody that just wants to work with yourself and create and maybe give that at a value to the world. That is amazing, right? Now, that is a little bit different from an entrepreneur that wants a business that here's the key word that is going to scale. Then the first question you have to ask yourself is, do you have a product market fit? And how big is your market, Mm. right? Because you could have the best product in the world, Rachel, the number one product in the world, right? But if you have a small market, what are you going to do? Not much, right? So number one is, you know, look at yourself and see what it is, why it is you're doing what you're doing and whether or not it's a practice and whether or not it's going to make you happy. Just just solidifying that practice and, and making it as big as possible around you, like a doctor, like an artist, right? Like a lawyer sometimes is just a straight up uh, practice. Or do you really think you want a business? And if it's a business, it needs to scale and you have to have product market fit. Ooh, dropping knowledge. That was the economics class brought to you by Will the Hissels, CPA, and just really a great human. Very brilliant, smart. And I see your desire to help Latinos in this country be successful. And I admire that. Thank you. I applaud that. Thank you, Rachel. That's really, really awesome. Yo, one time for Will the Hissels, everybody. Put your hands together. Is Negozi on social? Let them know. Tell them. Lot of mercy. Yes. So please download the Negozi app. You can be a creator for all of our Latin American um, entrepreneurs nationwide, or you could be a user and just learn alongside everybody else and connect, learn and grow nation- nationally on the Negozi app. You can find me on LinkedIn, obviously, Will De Jesus. I'm Will De Jesus everywhere, pretty much. I'm Will De Jesus everywhere. That's where you can find me. I think there's another one out there. We coming for you. No, we're not. We're friendly and we're fun. Um, Thank you, Will. Thank you for your time. And thank you for everything that you're doing. And good luck with Negozi and everything else that you're working on. And shout out to Z and everybody on the team. I, I love it. Dominican power, baby. All right, girl. Amazing, right? Statistics, mm-hmm. Latino oh, entrepreneurship. Yeah. Where y'all at? Let's wow. go. Negozi. Mm. Jamie, Frank, I mean, I know you're not surprised by any of this information and just how mm-hmm. creative we are. And now there's a Spanish language resource for Latino-owned businesses. Amazing. Yeah, hey, take I mean, advantage of this stuff. It's about man. time. <laughs> es tiempo. <laughs> Well, I think it's also about time for a que lo que. You want to do mm. that? Let's do it. All right, you guys. It's que lo que time. 
Yes. Hello, Kayla. <laughs> Look, let me start out because I've got to give love and respect to Nuestra Gente and com. Yes. Which, if you didn't know, is the news and lifestyle platform for Latino men. Latino men, uh, yes. Uh, this year, Yero attended the Hispanicized Summit. Mm. That brought together high profile leaders from various fields to talk all things Latino. Aye. So yeah. if you want to check out the highlights of the event, go to yero.com. Yeah, I miss those events, Rachel. Remember the Hispanicide we went to a few years back? Yeah, I know. Shout out to Hispanicide, which took place in LA this year. Yeah, and uh, they out there celebrating. And also shout out to Me Too. Me Too right. celebrated a 10-year anniversary the wow. Friday after Hispanicize. Wow. Yeah, lots of cele- celebratory events happening across the country. Dope, dope, yeah. dope. It's Hispanicize. I want to know what's on your mind. You know, <laughs> that's a great ballad uh, or, you know, like a song, a theme song for them. When I first heard Hispanicize, I thought it was like, oh, Latinos finally have our own Richard Simmons, like Richard Simmons. Oh, yes. <laughs> that, 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 it's, the, it's the workout that's uh, taking over in Latin America. It's Hispanicize with Ricardo Simon or like some crazy <laughs> Latino. Oh, uh, but it's not stress. You can do it. You can do it. <laughs> anyway. Oh, my God, you guys. <sighs> que lo que. Um, <laughs> so anyway, yeah, Jay Ferns, uh, Instagram, Jay underscore Ferns, Twitter. Uh, Who's next? <laughs> All right. Um, I want to give a shout out to La Bruja, guys. She won an Emmy. Woo-hoo! We we interviewed her, uh, Rachel and I, uh, on uh, with the with the Buick the other day. So it was like so fitting. We went to the to uh, the New York Poets. Poets Cafe. Yes, and it was like I just saw that, and it was like wow. So shout out to her, man. She's put so much um, into the game for yeah. so many years, man. It's like seeing her win that. It's like wow, man. I always remember her, like starting in the business, like with Mike and you guys, and always hearing her name and like seeing her now winning that shit. I'm like wow. It's like it's like things are coming full circle to me at least. So it's like amazing. Yeah. Yeah. That's some that's some big time. Like, you know, you just happen to have an Emmy, like just you know, lying around the house. Like, oh yeah, right. that that's just my Emmy. Right. <laughs> that's pretty cool. That's a cool trophy to have in your backdrop for sure. Come on. Yeah, I have like a fifth place trophy. <laughs> <laughs> Or, I, uh, I, I don't even know what, like for, for freeze tag or something, not even a real sport. I think I'm most proud of this trophy that my sister made me with stickers. Uh, la loca. Wow, that looks good. That's impressive. Right? This is just a piece of marble, a slab uh, of marble in the shape of a star on a wooden block. And she put stickers. That's nice. World's greatest and, sister. Nope. It's just a Rachel La Loca trophy for being Rachel La Loca. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> <That's> it. <laughs> but it feels good to get a trophy for being me. It sure does. I still have my, my sister. I still have my 2017 official Latino Short Film Festival Best Actor in a Oh, I remember comedy. you got that. Amazing, got amazing, that. Nice. amazing. Um, no, if we're gonna do like trophy flexing, I got okay. some good ones up there, but you wanna see like this? Okay, so my trophy collection is up there. And um I got this one actually from my mom, my parents' crib recently because this is how it all started. She has it on a nice shelf. If you're just listening, this she's a. Can you make that out? It performing that arts, Rachel Strauss, 1993. Whoa! Wow! I've been it's in like the twice. game for years. It made me an animal. It's rules to this shit. 
this is pre, this is this is pre-internet uh manual pre-internet millennials <laughs> and shout out to room 28 for the nyc indie film festival award that we uh-huh. won for nice. the vortex Ooh, nice Ooh. but you know what and then of course we got this nice certificate behind us for the latinos out loud podcast webby nominated Yo, 2021 okay it's a nice Dang. one okay. it's nice but nobody can um, say we ain't win nothing Exactly. We out here doing the work. You do the work, you win. And, you know, you don't get defined by trophies, but it's true. Yeah, Eloetos, it's not about, it's not about, if you don't have a trophy for anything, that doesn't not make, it doesn't make you a loser. You're still a winner. Thanks, guys. I feel good. I never got a trophy in my life, so I feel better. Thanks. Well, you're part of this. Your name's on there, Frank. Okay, so that's the only trophy ever. Thanks, Jamie. You made me feel better. I never got a trophy in my life, so I don't your feel like. Well, on... Frank, you look like like an Oscar statue, so you know. Oh, that's close oh, enough. Oh, that's okay, nice. uh, guys. Uh, thank you, thank you. I feel good. Well, now. awesome. No, I'm just gonna do a quick uh, shout out to all the Eloeleros. So please follow us at We Are mm. Latinos Out Loud on Twitter. We're Latinos Out Loud underscore. Follow me at Rachel La Loca on all the socials. Thank you so much for tuning in. On that note, we out. Ah.